yeah, so we have another snow day tomorrow, which is eight consecutive days all have been off. Eight crazy snow days. With a Monday where I barely did anything, and then That's another the weekend before it. Thanks, There's man. a Monday where I barely did anything. <laughs> Co-starring Steve Buscemi as Gim Possible. <laughs> it's the remake of Groundhog Day, except it's just a random day. What? We we gotta stop talking about Groundhog's Day. Why? This is the second episode. Of... You know, I can't think of a reason. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna really sexily take off my sweater because it is too hot. One moment. Oh, uh, I can. <sighs> Why does static have a sound? It's really upset. It's it's annoying when you're like listening to something and you like do something staticky and the electricity gets in your ears. Yeah, no, I. It's something that happens with these headphones is like, so I brought a bathrobe to school because when I'm at school, the last thing I want is anyone to bother me. Sure. So I wear a bathrobe (laughs) around to ensure that people don't want to talk to me. And uh, that's fine for the most part. But when I take it off or, you know, put it on, there's a lot of static buildup and my earbuds freak out and electrocute the inside of my ear to the point at which I'm not certain of what my own identity is anymore. It's a little extreme reaction. Hey, man, if it happened to you. So, Zane, why don't you give us a rundown of uh, how your week's been, like, just fill in where activities did or did not happen. Um, like, pay special attention to the points during the day at which you clearly could, you clearly have run out of things that make sense to do and are inventing new activities to do. I shoveled and went walking through snowbanks because i could he shoveled his driveway and then he shoveled his driveway for the next time it's gonna get snowed in like you know? take care of it right now yeah take care of it ahead of time i mean why I got, not i got time you everyone's have, gonna be jealous time. The snow starts falling and it just disappears I'm like what? <laughs> it just like doesn't fall in the exact spot of your driveway <laughs> uh, i like imagine like you just shoveling nothingness ahead of time and everyone's just like what the hell is he doing and he's like You'll see. <laughs> it, it's like You'll that see. idea of like, um, you know, like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, but I can't leave where I'm sitting. Can you take care of it for me? Like <laughs> these like odd, the tr- dis- <laughs> like moving responsibility from one point to another. Yeah, it's well, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, not Slaughterhouse Five. Which one's the one? Of- no, yeah, Slaughterhouse Five. You've yeah. come, you've become unstuck in time <laughs> a little bit. Zany, Zany Pilgrim. But anyway. We are stalling because we don't have much to talk about because, spoilers, or rather not, because you probably saw the title of this episode. And Whoa, it... this episode doesn't have a number? What's that about? <laughs> Am I in my own personal hell like Tom? Is this Jefferton? Uh, it's just a buffet. Yeah, yeah. due to various uh, constraints and difficulties, we have yep. decided to push back a week the... Uh, our episode on the Corpse Bride, which I'm, I am watched it, and I'm really looking forward to talking about it. This episode is basically when we couldn't think of anything to do, but we didn't want to devote ourselves to a full episode, so it's whatever the hell we had in the in the drawer. We're just, the time. just yoking around. <laughs> just, <laughs> yep. Um, it's it's kind of curious, because we're pretty much both the egg whites. <laughs> we're <laughs> off the clock. <laughs> Yeah, so Zane, why don't you tell us what we're going to do this time, and then I can ask you questions. So, over Christmas vacation, as a gift from my girlfriend's sister's boyfriend, um, I received a little booklet. You know, it's kind of a square, a couple inches on a side. Um, Yeah, we know what a booklet is. Yeah, You can go on. I'm I'm shaping it in your mind, because I'm going to be reading (laughs) from this thing for a little bit. For Um, the audience, like a pamphlet. (laughs) <laughs> but slightly thicker. Well, not like like half the length of a pamphlet. Half the length. Okay. You know what? Maybe it was a good idea for you to <laughs> describe half, it. Half the height. So, half the height. Okay, so it's like almost square. Yeah, very nearly. It's like a bathroom book. Um, not that small. Okay, and certainly no, not, not that small, s- but like the same proportions. Certainly not that thick. Yeah, about those <laughs> proportions. Okay, but it doesn't have the nice little like bookmark included in it yeah which man why don't all books come with that uh you mean like the thing on the tassel yeah that's not bad um i think that's probably an invention 20 years too late (laughs) 
it's better than those um little book slats on the covers that you can like oh, fold in. I immediately every time I get a book, I rip that thing off. <laughs> I'm done with it. I don't want to know anything about where the author lives. I just want to know the title <laughs> of the book when I look at it in profile, and the spine already does that. So hey, we're book. fine. I've gotten all these bookmarks as gifts. I'm gonna use them. I, I also find book bookmarks to be a very inconvenient thing to just. I, I never have one when I'm looking you, for one, and you I lose just, one when I use one. You just read books straight through. I no just stop. read them straight through. Start, stop. Those are the only modes I know. <laughs> Not pause. So <laughs> Not finish it later. There's no continue. So how do you feel about those snacks uh, now and laters? Oh, like they probably invented in the bowels of hell. <laughs> Were I to guess. They do hurt my teeth. But um, so the contents of this book I found interesting because... It's small enough that I thought we, I could read through it in a single one of these segments, and it is about a cartoon that neither of us have either have ever seen before. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, put an author's errata here. I have seen the new version of it, the reboot. Ah, so you will be our guide. Um, but yes, this and is... you will be the one reading it. <laughs> this will be <laughs> this will be like the eye, the ear, and the arm. Like one person can see, <laughs> one person can hear, but it's not the same guy. <laughs> That is not what that book was about. Sure it was. One no. of them was just an eye, and the arm had to roll him around because eyes don't have legs. Mm-hmm. I think the ear did something, but I can't can't place it right now. I think he was the comic relief. Guys, welcome to Leftovers. This is what we do. It's not good. The stuff that I usually cut out, it's still in. Yeah, and then we add more stuff like it. We just like to just so that just to build the contrast. Yeah, we like usually we trim the fat. Here we're like making a stew out of it. This is where the, all, all the extra fat went. You don't get rid of your extra fat. What if you get a dog later? <laughs> Just freeze it. Just in case. Yeah, that's what you would do. Oh my god, dog. that's serial killer behavior. Like, someone comes <laughs> over to your house, and you open up the freezer, and there's just mounds of frozen fat, and they're like, what is this? And they're like, it's okay, it's for the dog. What? Don't the, oh, dog. I don't have a dog. <laughs> I don't have one yet. Yeah, but I will. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I will, Mr. President. <laughs> Mr. President has got to be the like most serial killer suffix to add to anything. Yeah. All right. But, but this book is titled Quest for the Magic Crystal, A Thundercats Adventure. All right. Now, I'm going to ask you to read this in a manner very unfamiliar to me, which is that you're going to have to take pauses because <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you questions. Okay, that's fine. I will. I've been told that I have a good voice for like audiobooks, so I will do my very best. You get told a lot of things, Zane. I'm ready to hear about this book, but I don't want to jump in without the context of who wrote it. Okay, so well, uh, that's on the inside cover. Let me tell you what the the front of it looks like. We have a not quite a He-Man lookalike. He's got the same body proportions, but an even more revealing costume. I think this is Lion-O. Lion-O. He's got a belt with a lion on it and a sword and this sort of, like, open belly area. Like, (laughs) imagine, like, a one-piece, like a woman's bathing suit one-piece. Not like Luffy? But, like, designed so that you can show off your abs. Sort of like Luffy. And his hands are doing something weird. He's got, like, these, like, shriveled hands that I don't think were supposed to be drawn that way. And he's looking across a rocky field at some ghost dad. Like, it's like a ghost, and it's like, he's got a centurion helmet and an even more revealing costume. Oh, okay. So if if, if we were to ascribe, like, an old-timey comic title to it, we would we would have someone like, Lion-O's greatest fear, and then fear has, like, italicized and it's a little <laughs> bit smoky, right? Yeah. So this is... okay. I'm turning to the first page. Quest for the Magic Crystal, A Thundercats Adventure by Kathy West. Adapted from the teleplay by Peter Lawrence. Illustrated, no way. illustrated by Amador. Amador's pretty good. I don't understand what teleplay is. Is that like light? Is that like second base for phone sex? I'm just trying to get a little bit of teleplay? It's like a script. Like the novelization of or something, I guess. The visual light novel novelization audio film. Um, and this was written, this was published by Random House, copyright 1985. Sounds right. By Oh man, I can't wait. By Telepictures Corporation, Leisure Concepts Incorporated, and Ted <laughs> Wolf. Uh, I feel like I've heard Ted Wolf before. 
I like leisure concepts. I like Ted Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Let's 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 open up to the first page and see what we have to say. Interrupt me whenever you feel it necessary. Okay. If if I don't interrupt you, feel free to put in your own little uh, je ne sais quoi to right. describe what's going on. But I'm, I have a feeling I'll have questions. It was a beautiful day on Third Earth. All right. All right. Right away. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. Is that supposed to be ironic? Like, because Earth's the third planet? That, you got it. Like, third got rock from one. the sun? I was going to stop you twice more so I could say got it in three, but <laughs> no need to get quite that <laughs> No need to get quite that reclusive or reflexive. Maybe this is, like, alternate, like, Middle Earth, Third Earth, like... Is it? Is it, in fact, a beautiful day? It was. Oh, but Lion-O, young hereditary lord of the Thundercats, was not happy. He sat why, why alone. Not? <laughs> oh, I'm getting there. He's... Oh, man. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take forever. <laughs> he sat alone at the top of a mountain, dreaming of another world. He didn't really dislike Third Earth. It was a wonderful planet filled with delightful and mysterious places to explore. But Lion-O <laughs> was homesick for his true home, the planet Thundera. Which he I was would... gonna say I don't remember in the lore that that Lionel lived on Third Earth, which he knew he would never ever see again. Yeah, so I what? guess he's like visiting. Uh, what, like on sabbatical? Well, okay, so there's a picture. Did his passport get torn up? Torn up? So the way this why can't works, he go back? The way this book works is there's text on the left page and then a picture on the right. So what we have we have Lionel in his revealing outfit, just kind of sitting and sulking on a rock on top of like a hill. Trying to be all sexy and mysterious. Yeah, I think so. There's like, are his eyes shaded out? <laughs> uh, no. You can actually see his pupils. Wow. Okay. He's got this like lustrous red hair. Yeah, yeah. I remember that very distinctly about him. Like, go check out and a picture of these people as I describe them. <laughs> if if I if I'm not mistaken, he he is a man. What is a cat? I haven't seen evidence of felinity yet, but I will reserve judgment. SAT stuff, not bad. Lionel had been very small when the Thundercats fled their doomed planet. He could I don't like that sentence. He could remember <laughs> looking back, horrified as Thundera exploded into fiery fragments. That, Excuse me. That twinkled like tiny fireflies against the darkness of space. But he yearned I... to remember more. Wait, what do you mean yearned to remember? Did he forget? It said he had been very small. Yeah, that's the other thing. More than the plot there, I have more issue with that sentence. <laughs> he had been very small. He had been very small. I had been very small back when the planet boomed. Yeah, why? It just unnecessarily convoluted. I was very, he was very small when the planet exploded. Lion-O. Why are we using, like, past projective? lion jabbed at the air with the Sword of Omens, which Jaga, the wise elder, had given him when they fled. It holds the Eye of Thundera, Jaga had said, the source of all the Thundercats' power. This is the exact lore from the remake. I think this is actually true. <laughs> wow. This is canon. Nice. Okay. Um, I guess Thundera's gone. <laughs> Blew up. Jaga had given his life to save the Thundercats. But sometimes, just when lion needed him most, a magical thing happened. Jaga appeared to him, in spirit, there on Third Earth. I wish Jago were here now," said Lionel. Okay. And there's a picture of him holding the sword aloft, and I'm seeing his fingernails. They are kind of like like cat's fingers, like okay, uh, the, yeah, the nails. Yeah, improvised weaponry. Um, I think that you can use the sword to look into the future or something. Seems cheap. It's weird that you can look into a future and in the same continuity as the planet explodes. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like if you're tipped off to that fact ahead of time, you can do so. By the way, what was the main villain in this? I have no idea. Imhotep? Something like that? That's... The Grim Mummy? I really I have, was a mummy. I really have no context. I, I really know very little about this. I'm gonna look this up. You keep going. You seem troubled, said a deep voice. Lionel turned. It was a vision of Jaga. I miss Thundera, said Lionel. How I wish I could learn more about it. Jaga smiled. There's a way I can show it to you. How, said Lionel. When we left Thundera, we brought with us an optocrystal, a time capsule. Sick. It contained the history of our planet. Find it, Lionel, and you will learn all about your childhood, and much more. 
Jaga, cried Lionel, but the vision was gone. So he's now got the same amount of pathos as Spock mm-hmm. from from Star Trek. And uh, the picture is him looking in an action pose for some reason at this uh, ghost figure, which I guess was the same one on the on the cover. I imagine so. Um, and by the way, just so I have an accurate depiction of how often I should interrupt you, how far are we? <laughs> uh, so we're three pages in. Okay. I'm going to say it go? that there are about 15 pages. I will shut the hell up. Continue. <laughs> Lionel raced back to the cat's lair, the Thundercat's mighty fortress. Nearly No. Ever- what? No, he didn't. This is Third Earth. He doesn't have a fortress. <laughs> they can have a fortress on Third Earth. It's just not it's the not... same. <laughs> Fine. Go ahead. Nearly everyone was there. Tigra, master of camouflage. Chitara, the swift one, Panthro, martial arts expert, and the mischievous Wily Kit and Wily Cat. Oh, Zane, I was right. Is the name the main villain is Mumra? Mumra. <laughs> Mumra. Also, I'm looking through it. Apparently, they do live on Third Earth, and uh, Thundera was like totally in the past. Huh. Yeah, like this is apparently all canon. But we're about to see more of it using the Octo Crystal. All right. Ooh, can't wait. Uh, Snarf, who had looked after Lionel on Thundera, was taking his afternoon nap. Breathless, Lionel told them of the Opto Crystal. Amazing, said Tigra. I thought it was destroyed when we crashed to Third Earth. Please, please pronounce her name La Tigra. <laughs> Tigra. How can we find it? Lionel asked eagerly. Panthro drew. <laughs> I hate these names. <laughs> you got, you, they they get worse, man. You didn't even get to Snarf yet. <laughs> What is, like, all of the other ones have, like, cat pun names. What is yeah. Snarf? He's a Narf. All right. With a sh at the beginning. <laughs> Panthro drew a crude map. We must make a thorough search of the area. Get Snarf, lion and we'll each... Get Snarf, lion and we'll each take a, <laughs> we'll each take a Get different Snarf, direction. Get Snarf, lion the each, the many. <laughs> Commas, people. Okay. Uh, within minutes, they were off, and there's a picture of I assume the whole team around uh, a map that uh, I guess Panthro drew. I guess Panthro Cat is, City, I suppose. Panthro, I guess, is this big block. Like, remember the pale orc from the Hobbit movies? Uh, yeah, the main guy with the handprint on his face. Yeah, like that, but with more spikes on his clothes. Uh, Zane, I got a little distracted from the plot of the thing because I'm looking up. I'm looking up Thundercats, and there's a character named Safari Joe. That's not okay. <laughs> I'm really excited. He's Lobo. It's great. <laughs> oh, I love Lobo. Yeah, it's the same thing. His trademark slogan is Safari Joe does it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great comment. Imagine if you had a guy at the office who did that every time he accomplished anything. <laughs> I wish I had a name like Safari Joe. <laughs> uh, Especially because it rhymes with my name. Safari Ben does it again. Ooh. I gotta, like, get a safari hat or something. Got tingles there. Okay, so I have to ask. Um, where where do they where do they depart for after they omen crystal Mumra's uh, Jagalair? Well, it says we... He made, a, he made a map. We'll make a search of the area. I guess they're, like, searching where they originally crashed. Okay. Which is odd because it was like must have been years ago right because it said he was a kid yeah like i think back when they lived in tiger town get ready for a lot of these because <laughs> that's all i'm gonna wait was that, a, was that a legit one or no no but i'm looking at uh oh my god all right so uh, hi there's a there's a i'm looking at the villain list right now an ancient king yeah there there's there's this guy called the ice king so there you go Oh. You might be more interested in Mongor, <laughs> who's a demonic goat-like demon. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on. Let's move on. We now have all the context that we're going to get, so... Yeah. Can't we stop and take a break, whine Snarf a little later, as he and Lionel hiked through the forest of the unicorns? <laughs> ben, I'm looking at the, at the picture on the page. Forest of the unicorns no. looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> wait why it's just like willow trees manner. with random vines and there's like 
What is it, like Dark Root Garden? Yeah, kind of. And there's like water nearby. They just look really upset. <laughs> um, so it looks like a biome is all I got from that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Man, I'm looking at Safari Joe again. Man, you gotta, you gotta pick up the pace. <laughs> In a minute, said Lionel. Soon they came to the River of Despair. I guess that's what well, I'm looking what? at. Yes, the the unicorn's favorite watering <laughs> hole, the River of Despair. <laughs> its slimy purple and green waters gurgled sluggishly in the sunlight. Why is it called? Never mind. It's okay. It's ooh, fine. Moving ooh, on. Oh dear, moaned Snarf. How will we ever get across that? Lionel, Throw him. Lionel laughed. What's the matter, Snarf? Can't you swim? And to Snarf's dismay, the young lord began to wade into the murky waters. Suddenly, the river seemed to explode. Okay. <laughs> I I was okay with whatever the hell syntax was going on before, because I still got it. Like, he had been <laughs> fine. Whatever. But the river explodes? Yeah, like, out of nowhere, last sentence on the page, exclamation point, suddenly the river seemed to explode. Seemed to explode. That's, that's not even better. Oh, boy. Splash page, shark attack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Up reared a horrible black widow shark. (laughs) (laughs) What? Is this from Avatar? She chomped her vicious jaws and roared with rage as Lionel leaped back to the safety of the riverbank riverbank just in time. That's a cool action sequence. You are very lucky, my young friend, a high, sweet voice sang out from the woods. Out stepped the white-haired unicorn keeper with a beautiful unicorn at her side. The black widow shark, the old woman continued. Lies in wait for anyone who tries to cross the river of despair. Then how will we ever get to the other side? Asked Lionel. The unicorn keeper smiled. I know a way. <laughs> how exactly did she smile? And are you certain that she said it with that inflection? This shark looks great. <laughs> it's got like... Okay, first off, the head is like warped and like warty, I guess. And mm-hmm. like we can only see the head and like the fin way far back than it should be so it really looks like just like a shark head just popped up yeah third earth whatever (laughs) black widow shark i'm not a biologist on third earth are you (laughs) also i want to i want to comment for a second that um this unicorn person's kind of fucked up yeah uh yeah like she's like mocking this person whom whose life was just in in danger i think that she's a villain i'm i'm willing to accept that she does Great. She does seem to get along with the unicorns, though. Okay, maybe she'll be friends with Mandora the Evil Chaser. <laughs> the or evil, Nemex. The Evil Chaser. Be sure to drink it with any of your evil tequila. <laughs> or just ask Quick Pick to help. <laughs> Stop reading. He's a, he's a robotic pickpocket and escape artist. That's a pretty good name for what that is. <laughs> it's not bad. It, it, he helps Lionel and Mandora defeat Captain Cracker. I'm done with this. The unicorn keeper waved her hand, and several unicorns came out of the forest, each carrying a glittering diamond in its mouth. What? Wait, what? When Read that sentence again. The unicorn keeper waved her hand. Several unicorns came out of the forest, each carrying a de- glittering diamond in its mouth. All right. When they piled, when they piled the jewels on the riverbank, a beam of light rose up and formed a bridge over the river of despair. <laughs> Couldn't just ride a unicorn through the river or like jump. There's why diamonds. It doesn't look like a big river. Why diamonds? Why rainbows? <laughs> why 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 why? Be quick now, urged the unicorn keeper. The power will not last long. Thank you, Lionel called as he and Snarf hurried safely over the bridge to the other side. Now they could continue <laughs> yep. their quest for the opto crystal. But elsewhere, another Thundercat had dug up a few problems of his own. Cut to Safari Joe. <laughs> so the picture has uh, Lionel like patting the shoulder of this unicorn keeper, and she looks insane. <laughs> As I'm sure you would expect, long gray hair, like braided, yeah, flowing robes, a elfin ears, a star okay. tattooed right in the center of her face, like going into the eyes and nose. What? And she's carrying like. It's like a pitchfork, except it only has two tines and they're rounded. Oh, like um, like one of them fancy cheese spears. Yes. Like at fondue places. Yes, a little bit like that, except um, the blades are much more equal in length. 
Okay, so she's like the cheese lady mm-hmm. of the forest of unicorns and diamonds and widow sharks. And may I say, the unicorns in this book, they're like they're drawn so poorly, it looks like they're just fading <laughs> into one another. <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah. <laughs> this one's back leg becomes that one's front leg. I mean, how is the artistry like, in this in this like there's th- in this there's book? three unicorns on this page and I'm counting drawn seven well? legs. Um, you know, it it looks similar to the show, I guess. Okay, so so it's actually it, like it's not purposefully drawn. The muscles, like, it's better than like Golden Age Superman, but not as good as like Action Age Superman. Is where the artwork yeah. is. Whom are both inferior to any age Batman. Right. Sorry, sorry, Superman. Ooh. You're just kind of stupid. The picture on this next page looks interesting. <laughs> Okay, give me it. I feel like I want to explain the picture without any context first. Please do. So I'm seeing uh, this other Thundercat. I think he was... Let me see. He was the... Not Panthro. Uh, uh, Let's see. Plutar? Oh, La Tigra. La Tigra. Master of Camouflage. uh... Blue Steel. (laughs) So he is in a mine... With a whip, holding up his hand angrily, while a Latigra is doing this. Yeah, while a race of mole men, who look very upset, like grab rocks and shuffle them outside. Oh man, Zane! So he's some sort of slave laborer. Listen up here, though, because Mole Master is totally one of the villains. <laughs> Did I mention that these moles are all wearing blue jeans? I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> burrow, burrow, burrow. A scraggly line of mole men chanted in weary unison as they tramped, heads down through a dark tunnel. Uh, excuse me, said Latigra, materializing from the walls. Have any of you guys seen an optocrystal? It's kind of or a Or workers' rights? It's kind of... This is how he describes the optocrystal. It's kind of a box. <laughs> um, Have you ever seen shapes before? I'm looking for one. <laughs> Burrow, 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 burrow. The workers trudge on, on, blind to the tigra's presence. (laughs) Suddenly, I could see that. Suddenly, the mole master charged in, gleefully cracking his thick metal spiked whip. You lazy mole men, he bellowed. You must work harder. They both have a whip. Dig more gold. Then he spotted the tigra. Um, I don't see mole master in this. I assume this is a picture of like foreshadowing, like he's gonna beat him up and take his whip. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's see what happens. Oh, no, they both have whips. They do? Yeah, next page. They both have whips. Except This is going to be like Yu Yu Hakusho except, in the Dark Tournament. Except Tigra's whip has... Who? Like, Latigra. Oh. Latigra's whip has, like, three ball bearings at the end of it, I guess, for more damage. Mm-hmm. And the mole... But the mole... Uh, what was it? Three times as much. What was it? Mole Master? Yeah, the Mole yeah, Master. Yeah, the Mole Master. Um, who looks like a medieval executioner, but also a mole man. <laughs> like he's got the face mask and, like, the dorky tunic. His whip, Is he saying anything? Uh, his whip looks like one of those um, ribbons that they do in those tournaments, like the ribbon twirling ceremony. Oh, yeah, like, uh, where, uh, what was it, old school? Mm-hmm. Wasn't uh, Will Ferrell did one of those? I think so, yeah. To like a moment like this or something like that? <laughs> What's this? A trespasser in the minds of the mole men? He cried. You'll pay for this. He cracked his... It's not Skeletor's aim. Ben, everything in this is the same as He-Man. <laughs> I'm waiting for Fisto to show up. He cracked his whip, but it struck bare wall. The Tigra had disappeared. Behind you, Wart! Shouted the Tigra, laughing. He just called this dude Wart. He just called him Wart. Uh, then he lashed out with his own whip. The tip struck the ground, shooting sparks that singed the Mole Master's hairy hands. The evil. Oh, I guess that's what the ball bearings were for, because they make sparks. That's awesome. Sure. The evil <laughs> slave driver fled in terror. Now will you help me? The Tigra asked the Mole Men. Ben, what do you think the Mole Men say? <laughs> Safari Joe does it again. <laughs> Close. Burrow, burrow, burrow. Burrow, burrow. <laughs> The downtrodden workers seemed not to hear. Latigra shook his head. I don't think they'd see the optocrystal if it was right in front of their noses. They're moles! <laughs> <laughs> they are moles. I hate you, Latigra. 
Not, uh, not, let's get back to Schnarf. <laughs> well, not far away, Chitara had stopped by the edge of a swamp to rest. So She didn't do anything yet. She was tired. <laughs> For what? All the exposition. I guess, it's, yeah, it lasted like 20 minutes. <laughs> so her outfit is confusing because it looks like she's wearing a leotard, but, mm-hmm. like, she has leggings, but the way that the coloring is, it's a different color than her skin, which makes me think that she's wearing, like, a unitard, and then also leggings, and then also knee-high boots. The funny thing about the Chitara that I once noticed was that she was a cat lady what wore the garb of a cat lady. Mm, yeah. Like a, like a cat girl get-up, mm-hmm. you know, with, like, the, the, the stockings <laughs> yeah. and, like, the, the add-on tail thing. Yeah. She, but she's also already a cat. So it's like, <laughs> she's it's like double cat. She's a cat woman who happens to be a furry. That's that's the one. Um, she also has one of those like uh, Leela wrist bracers. Oh, sweet! Um, not far away. A she thingy on her wrist stopped, that does stuff. Stop by the edge of a swamp to rest. Well, I don't know if it does stuff. Okay. How lovely she does. Said. She have a chest window. Chest window. Mm. Like she's so she's showing a little bit of cleavage. That's not what I asked. But a lot more armpit. <laughs> well, okay, that's what matters. Um, how lovely, she said, bending to look at some multicolored water lilies. Then she, Which way is she bending? <laughs> Give me the camera. <laughs> then she froze. Something had hissed behind her. She whirled around. A giant serpent struck with lightning speed, but Chitara, even faster, blocked its lethal blow with her magic staff. Well, well, she a magic said staff? Chitara. Let's see how fast you really are. <laughs> See, they can't all be saying them like this. They really are. Villain. Can't all be talking in like <laughs> like foreplay of pre-eroticism <laughs> tones. This is like Yu-Gi-Oh speak like, oh my trap card. <laughs> you played you you delivered my trap card, Yugi. <laughs> she began to run dizzying circles around the serpent. It struck, struck, struck at the air. <laughs> and finally sank its fangs into its own tail. Heads I win, tails you lose, said Chitara, oh! laughing as she sped away. Got a, got he, she got Ouroboretic on him. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, shit, Safari Joe does it again. <laughs> um, and this serpent looks great, mostly because he has a mohawk. Yeah, well, yeah. And, like, gem eyes. Oh, man. The mole master was strongly trying to find them. <laughs> so uh, here's the thing: mm-hmm. um, Chitara in the remake could run real fast, and it was somehow related to being a cleric. Well, that, that stands. Some up. of my knowledge of Chitara. She well, the, in the picture, it doesn't show her running. It shows her hitting it with uh, her magic staff. Word. Let's see here. Ah, Panthro. <clears throat> oh, geez, what am I looking at? Oh man. Now he's the Black Thundercat, am I right? I guess you could say that. I like, like, not really, but yeah, he is. He's the one that looks like an orc. Yeah, he's kind of the black one, isn't he? <laughs> um, meanwhile, Panthro had stopped to explore a strange rocky beach. Hmm, no sign of the Opto Crystal here, he said. But as he, <laughs> but as <laughs> might as well party. <laughs> I'm going to say something and then turn around. <laughs> like they're all saying their feelings it's really nice it's refreshing <laughs> panthro you're so in touch with your feminine side Wait, okay zane you are no longer reading uh, <laughs> i switched over to the fanfic oh okay um, <laughs> like how much of this is real <laughs> but as he turned to go he came face to face with a seven foot tall crab man whose tiny safari whose Joe. tiny eyes stuck out on thin stalks with an eerie cry, the creature attacked Panthro with vice-like pincers. Now you've done it. You've gone and made me mad. In fact, I feel downright crabby. And with a high-flying kick, he sent the crab man tumbling through the air. Ben, let me describe this crab man. Please. I would love to hear it. So the head looks like the head of a crab. But you know how when you look at a crab, it's like attached to its arms? Imagine just the head. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just ask me if a crab was attached to its own arm? Look at a crab real quick. It, it's like all, he- like the head and body are the same. <laughs> I know that a thing's parts are attached to the thing. <laughs> Shut up. It's not Rayman. No, like the head and body are all like kind of one thing on a crab. 
But so it's really weird to have the thing's head be what would normally be a head and body. Mm. And then it's its body is like just like a really strong dude's body. Yeah. With normal <laughs> with normal human arms with gigantic crab pincers on the end. Yeah. <laughs> Um, those beefy arms I, back on there for good measure. And I should point out that given the, the way that the perspective is drawn, his upper body looks about twice as big as his lower body. This is probably my favorite character <laughs> in Thundercats. Crab man. This guy sounds incredible. Uh, and his one of his elbows is bending at an improbable angle. Okay, well, that's fine. Ah, ooh, we're back to Lion-O. Okay, oh, thank God. Huh. By now, Lionel and Snarf's search had brought them to the top of a steep mountain. Below, at the mouth of a dark cave, something glinted in the sunlight. Quickly, Lionel raised his sword in the air. Mighty sword of omens, he cried. Give me sight beyond sight. That, that's the phrase they use. It's pretty good. Also, this is a cave that sunlight is glinting into? So, in the picture, there's, like, it's, there's a rocky outcropping. And then there's a cave, and the light that's glinting is just, it's just like darkness, and then there's light glinting out of it. Like an even That's star. probably normal. Um, immediately, the sword's crossbar curled, forming eye holes. As Lionel gazed through them, he saw a large glittering object bearing the proud symbol of the Thundercats. Snarf, it must be the Opto Crystal, cried Lionel. Time to call the others. Wait, what? And it's got a picture of that, exactly that happening calling him like on what his cell phone no it was just like shower really loud <laughs> does, does he actually i have no idea god then Wait, i'm looking you at said that they there was a picture of it then i'm looking at snarf and there's it's it's pretty there's wrong. nothing going on here that i'm a fan of <laughs> well get ready to revisit that when we do garfield and friends yeah um no no he's it, the picture's not showing him calling them it's showing him looking through the eye holes at the glinty thing okay Ooh. Lionel stood tall on the mountaintop and raised the sword of omens to the heavens. Thunder, 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 thundercats! Ho! Excellent intonation. He cried. You could be a thundercat if you wanted. Oh, thank you. It's always been my dream. Uh, what would your name be? Max. F- Fe- Maxwell the Turbo Cat. Felix. Felix Faust. Yeah, I would be Felix Faust. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, imme- probably my favorite character from the Thundercats universe <laughs> the sorcerer Felix Faust made a pact with the devil um, made a pact with like a lot of devils as I recall yeah and they all like tried to get their pay at once and so nobody got it great way to mm-hmm. do it yeah that's what happens when you get tugged in eight different directions you're perfectly fine <laughs> perfectly balanced mm-hmm. that's how physics works right everything only exists Free body at diagram. that's right <laughs> um Immediately, the sword began to glow, and then grew to three times its length. The eye of... <laughs> the sword grew three sizes that day. <laughs> this really does sound like a porno, or, or something like that. The eye of Thundera snapped open with a mighty roar, and flashed the bold Thundercat symbol into the sky. Oh, okay, I guess that's how he's calling them. The other thun... Oh, that makes sense. The other Thundercats, wherever on Third Earth they might be, would see this signal and soon <laughs> be at Lionel's side. It's it's a pretty baller-looking image. I feel like I've seen that eye before. I think uh, there's this really popular movie in the past couple of decades that was based off of this. Had uh, Samwise and uh, Gandalf. I don't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I remember now. Um, it's called Safari Joe Does It Again. <laughs> Safari Joe Does It Again. <laughs> Safari Joe does it again. Um, but Lionel couldn't wait. Cautiously, he waited his <laughs> well. Oh fuck! <laughs> he waited his entire life for this. Why? How can he not wait now? Oh man, what a fallacy! Uh, cautiously, he and Snarf crept to the mouth of the cave. Suddenly, Snarf shrieked. Say that five times fast. Um, a huge, ugly caveman had emerged from the darkness. Pardon. I think that's fairly presumptive of the author. What to like tell us that it's ugly? Like if we're seeing it, we can judge on our on our on. A, I'm on by our own I'm merits. seeing it, and if he cleaned up a little bit and got rid of that huge chin, he'd be he'd be pretty dashing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, but he still wouldn't be a cat, so he'd probably still be evil. Well, yeah, he looks kind of humanish, but like his hair's unkempt and like Gross. 
his face looks a little swollen. He's so strong, though. And he's, like, curled over this machine, which I assume is the Opto Crystal. He's curled over... I need you to under- like, explain that verb. Like, curled Im- over it? Like, imagine somebody curling over a fire for warmth, except it's oh, a machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's hearing voices from the Opto Crystal and tells him to guard it. Ben, I don't remember what the Opto Crystal's supposed to do. Um, something, something, Jocko the Wise Sage, look at your home planet Krypton and how it exploded. Thank you. If you want to see more, then please make three easy payments of go get me that Opto Crystal. Pardon me, said Lion-O. <laughs> Wasn't that right? <laughs> he's, he's a caveman and he just says, pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me there, monstrosity, <laughs> do you know the times? But this Opto Crystal belongs to us, so if you don't mind, we'll just... <laughs> Finders keepers, asshole! <laughs> Cried the caveman. He sank to his knees and propped his elbow on the shining silver object. Now, by what right does Lionel claim t- that the Opto Crystal is his? Because a magic man showed himself to Lionel and told him that it was his birthright? Well, then. <laughs> does he not realize how insane that sounds? Would you rather the caveman have it? Yes. If he cleaned himself up a little bit, <laughs> he could be on The Bachelor tonight. Ben, I want you to hear this next sentence. I would love to hear it. Hey. I think he wants me to arm wrestle for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I really love how shit got done in old cartoons. <laughs> like everyone just, everyone just agrees on a set of rules that apparently just exist within the cultural lexicon at the time. Like if these certain conditions are met, it's time for a race, a drag race, and the winner becomes the new ruler. Ben, consider that half of the things that happened in this book did not matter. <laughs> I'm considering even more than that, Ben. <laughs> oh no, grown snarf. He's too big. You'll never be oh, able no, to beat him. <laughs> no snarf. I feel like you're forgetting the premise of Herodom. By the time the other Thundercats had raced into the clearing, Lionel and the cavemen were locked in a contest of pure strength, their arm muscles rippling with effort. (laughs) Are they both lying down? No, like, but they're not in the right position. Like, you know how when somebody's arm wrestling, one person will, like, go in real close to get better leverage? Mm. Lionel is all up in this caveman's grill. Like, the top of his forehead is massaging the caveman's neck. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. (laughs) I'm going to beat you, Mr. Caveman. Also, the way that his sword is sheathed right now makes it look like the sword is actually just an arm and a fist coming out of the hilt. Now, what are the facial expressions going on during the the arm wrestle? The caveman's pupils are gone, and he... (laughs) (laughs) First off, I should mention... The pivoting point for the arm wrestling con- contest is the middle of his forearm. <laughs> it's not. Okay, fine. He looks like he just chewed on a particularly unpleasant rock. Um, <laughs> Lionel is looking off in a completely other direction, and the five other Thundercats, not including Snarf, are racing toward him. Um, Snarf isn't a Thundercat. I guess not. Oh! He's like a. He's like a. He's like a pet. He's like a pet dragon. Luck dragon. Finally, with a roar, Lionel slammed the caveman's fist down onto the surface of the octocrystal. He fucking... <laughs> How big is the octocrystal again? So, the octocrystal, it's like... I want to say half scale of R2-D2 is probably the best way to describe it. It's... it's I'm really... Sphere... I'm not comfortable with that unit of measurement. <laughs> it's fine. A, it's cylindrical You could have, like, nature. related it to something else in the shot. <laughs> Like, Snarf is R2-D2 height. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So it's about the height of the caveman's glistening thigh. (laughs) Thank you. That's all I needed. (laughs) Because his knee's on the ground. Sure. I mean, classic arm wrestle style. (laughs) That's your stance. Everyone knows that. He did it. Wily Kit and Wily Cat shouted at once, dancing around the clearing. They weren't there. The caveman grunted and disappeared into the cave. They weren't there. <laughs> when did you know? Wily Kid and Wily Cat did not show no, they up because totally did. Lionel didn't wait for him. Uh, now said Lionel, let's take this Opto Crystal home where it belongs. <laughs> According to the voices in my head. Back at the cat's lair, Lionel watched the Opto Crystal's flashing images again and again. 
tears Zane, came I'm gonna into his eyes. Do an author's, I'm going to do an edit. Instead of the cat's lair, call it the litter box. <laughs> do it again. Back at the litter box, Lionel Great. watched the opto crystals flashing images again and again. He... <laughs> yeah, see, that's much more cat-like behavior. Just like watching a laser crystal or like, a but laser it's not like the, a laser. Pointer. It's not like the super friends called their hangout like the toilet. <laughs> Wait, why would they call it the toilet? Because it's the litter box. I, I, I litter box has like I don't know. Does not have any other connotations. It? What what place does uh what place do cats live? Um, laptops. Those little scratchy posts. Yeah, back at the scratching post. The scratching post would be a good name for like their bazaar. Yeah, like the that's canteen. A, that's pretty nice. Um, Thundara had been so wonderful; he could hardly believe it was really gone. Again, had been. <laughs> <laughs> finally, <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> finally, Lionel turned away. Thundara would always be a part of him. Now it was time to make Third Earth his new home. And it what? and it, it finishes out on a picture of him look holding it aloft like he's angry at a coffee machine. <laughs> and he's and his eyes look like he's about to melt it with heat vision. It's just so shitty, man. <laughs> why did, why was any of that like any of that? I don't know, Ben. Oh, uh, there and the back of the book says that there is another Thundercats mini storybook called The Evil Chaser, which w- wasn't that what you said one of the villains was like Robo Chaser or something. I got let me try to find it again. Hot Knife Joe. <laughs> Who was I referring to when I was talking about him? Safari Joe. Safari Joe does it again. <laughs> I think that's a moral we can all come away with. I really like Safari Joe. <laughs> I wish I had just like read the Wikipedia page instead of listening to that book. Because <laughs> the book like introduces a bunch of characters whose only purpose is to uh, not be Lionel. Yeah. To show how awesome Lionel is that he happened to have found the crystal first. It's, it's pure filler. Like <laughs> you watch and you're like, yeah, I know who Cheetara is. Sick. Yeah. Also, like. It wasn't much of an adventure. He went to arm wrestle a guy. Yeah. It, there was a thing with the unicorn in the middle, but all he succeeded at was not getting eaten when he should have gotten eaten. If you strip down all the unnecessary parts of this story, <laughs> Lionel's sad. Lionel is visited by a ghost. <laughs> Lionel goes to find this weird metallic thing. Arm wrestles a caveman. Happily ever after. Like, it feels like there's a scene <laughs> missing. Like, they lost one of the rolls of footage. <laughs> like one of those old timey scene missing with like uh the the ragtime music in the back. <laughs> yeah. Redacted. Dun, 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 Tell me Ben, dun, dun, which which part of the story was your favorite? Uh I like it when Black Lionel had a party at the beach. <laughs> with Crabman. I like when Safari Joe did it again. <laughs> or had been doing it again. <laughs> and um <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think those are my high points. <laughs> I liked the mole man waving his little ribbon whip. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. The the yeah, the gymnastics portion of <laughs> the of the war quest for the eye crystal. What is of indeterminate height? <laughs> I'm telling you, Ben, one half scale. If you say so. <laughs> So, I like that there was a little social social justice in there in the, in the middle. Oh, the slavery thing? Yeah. And you know what's great is that they were freed from a slave master and then nothing was put in its place, so they didn't know what else to do. Like, he's tearing down the infrastructure, but he's not setting up a new one in its place. Yeah. Democracy. Like, how, 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 like, white man's burden invasion force can you get? <laughs> They, they, he thought he would be welcomed as a hero. Well, all the evil's gone. I guess <laughs> I can go now. <laughs> yeah, absence of evil is the same thing as good. It works just as fine. Even when that evil is a force of uh, order in a society which sorely needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really awful. <laughs> yeah, well, that was Quest for the Magic Crystal, a Thundercats adventure. That was neither a quest uh, or an adventure. And, and it was not really a magic crystal. I don't crystal. think it was a... It kind of wasn't a crystal. It was techn- It was like a little... I'm telling you, Ben, it looks like a big coffee maker. <laughs> like, it's got a handle and, like, one of those... It's got a screw in it and a big 
you know, lion symbol and a bunch of buttons. This is not a crystal. I will say I was a big fan of the uh, unicorn diamond bridge. You know, like you have to give credit where credit is due. You you have to acknowledge effort. <laughs> <laughs> and there was none here. Well, it was like it was a little it was weak effort in a lot of directions. <laughs> it doesn't add up to strong effort when you do like that. So, that was our attempt at filling time. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Then cut out most of that if you can. Most of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed it. If you want us to do something else like this again, we won't. No. Nope. It's garbage. It'll be different every time. Like, leftover segment will always be something random that people would probably rather not hear. But mm-hmm. we didn't want to skip a week entirely, and next week's going to be really good. So makes sense for us to have something really shitty in the middle. <laughs> The the run was too good. It was too good for too long. But uh yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening to us being bored. Yeah, and um, if and if and don't tell your friends on this time don't tell your friends this time. So yeah. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> but in the meantime, like us on uh Facebook, give us a review, give us a reason see if you can convince us to ever actually watch Thundercats. Um, I think I would like to at some point, but not until we've gotten a number of non-He-Man style ones under our belt. Yeah. <laughs> but we do have, uh, you know, next time we do have Dan Caves, and we're going to talk about The Corpse Bride, and time after that we've got... Garfield and Friends, uh, our other... We've got Snarf and Friends. Yeah, cat, cats and cats and cats. Alright, I'm done. <laughs> Thundercats, ho! Dismount. <laughs> and Safari see. Joe does it again. <laughs>